Hello, Mike Lombardo here. I wanted to take a moment and invite you to Awaken Dallas. My wife and I planted a church in the central northern Dallas area at the beginning of this year. We launched out on Resurrection Sunday. I wanted to invite you. We meet Sundays at 4 p.m., and our vision is to know Jesus deeply and to live for him passionately. First, we must know him, and that will empower great exploits. Our mission is to ignite a movement of spirit-filled disciples, disciples that students of the King, that we would burn with first love passion and that we'd be equipped to spread the gospel to the world around us in love and power. Our four pillars are the presence of God, number one. That is everything to us. We prioritize his presence. We love him. We want to know him. We want to carry him to the world around us. It's his presence that distinguishes us from the nations of the world. Number two, that we would be equipped, that we need to be equipped for the work of service, for our callings. This is very important. The foundation of the word of God, of spiritual fathers and mothers, to be able to be sharpened by the word, healed by the word of God. So we need to be equipped for our callings. Number three, we are a church on mission together. We all have a sphere to influence. We all have a calling and a people group to influence for the gospel, to be a light, a city set on a hill. And as a church, we are fulfilling the great commission. And number four, we are a spiritual family. We all need a community. We all need to spur one another on towards good works and to meet together, to not neglect that, to have a spiritual community and family. And so if you want to come join us, it's Sundays at 4 p.m. We'd love to have you. You could also go to www.awakendallas.com, which will be in the description section. Hello, hello, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. If you are new to the show, we have an episode streaming every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, anywhere podcasts are listened to. If you've been listening to the show week in and week out for the past... Yeah, since 2020, I was on the Charisma Podcast Network, so we've got close to 250 episodes now. You can also go to YouTube as well, and um, on YouTube, we've got a lot of our video content. Not everything, because we weren't doing video in the very beginning, but a lot of the content's on there. You could subscribe to that. You could like, comment. All of that helps us get this out to more people so they could be awakened by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 5.14 says this, awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. That was spoken to believers, not unbelievers. All right. So as God's children, as his church, as his bride, we need to awaken into the magnificence of Jesus his lordship, that he's our savior, that he's our redeemer, that he loves us. We need to be awakened to the power and the beauty of this gospel, what he did for us, that he poured out his blood to redeem us and set us free. We need to be awakened to our identity in Christ. We've received his fullness and grace upon grace. We need to also be awakened to the to our, to our giftings, what God has put into our hands so that we could truly destroy the works of darkness in this earth and we could release the kingdom of heaven everywhere that we go. And so that is the heart, that is the passion behind this podcast, if you are new. And so I'm going to jump right in. I want to have as much time with this individual as possible. Right now, uh, my guest, his name is James Levecki. He is the author of several books. We'll be talking about one of them today. He is an author. He is a church planner. He's been um, he's planted over 40 churches worldwide. He's an international speaker as well. He's also the founder and the lead pastor of a network of engaging heaven churches around the United States. 
He hosts he hosts a popular daily podcast entitled Engage Heaven. He's also the host of various TV shows um, on spirit filled living. And so and we're going to be talking about his recent book. You could also go to engagingheaven.com. You could find out more about him. I'll put all that in the description section below. He does a lot of empowering church planners right now. He'll tell you a little bit about that before we dive in. But um, his book is called 10 Prophetic Values for Today, Hearing, Glorifying and Restoring God's Voice. And so, Pastor James, welcome to the podcast. What's up, man? Thank you so much for the opportunity. Good to see you again. Yeah, absolutely. And so for those who are watching right now, we've got a we've got, you know, Dr. Brian Simmons, who's been on the podcast several times. He's a spiritual father to me, has been a spiritual father to James Avecki as well. And so that's how we kind of got connected. And I saw that, you know, especially with Awaken Dallas and the church plant that God has us, uh, here in Dallas, um, you know. James, he popped up on my uh, on my feed, and he does he does some amazing stuff for church planners. So before we hop in, just tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, the Lord really this year shifted a lot of what we're doing to help churches get planted. Mm-hmm. As you know, there's not a lot for church planners out there, even in a lot of the ministry schools that we know. Mm-hmm. There's no real track for church planners, and uh, you know churches are declining thousands and thousands to one. Uh, I think they said over 800 pastors are resigning a month. And so we need to get, we need to get healthy presence driven churches. And yeah. so we, lo- we launched some training, some free trainings we do every month. Uh, you can go to start a church from scratch.com and uh, you can log into a free training five days of nothing but fire to help you launch a church. And then of course, we also have a uh, church planting university where we've taken some students on to mentor them for one year to help them plant churches. Uh, not our denomination, not our control. It's just a mentorship, a coaching to help people and wanting to plant churches. Awesome. Okay, great. I'm going to put that all in the description section. So if you're listening, you're watching, click on the description section. There'll be a link to all those websites, Engaging Heaven, you know, Start Church from Scratch, and the University. And so, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, man. Um, let's talk about your book, 10 Prophetic Values for Today, Hearing, glorifying and restoring God's voice. Tell me about your heart behind this book, why you wrote it, your passion behind it. Um, you're a very passionate guy. And I started to read through your book and I was like, man, I love the fire you bring. I love the revelation of scripture that you have. And, um, and so man, just, uh, what, what made you want to write this book and release it into the world? Man, similar to you, we love the prophetic. We love prophecy. We love the presence of God. And I feel like the body of Christ got real disenfranchised at the end of 2020 when the election didn't go right, mm-hmm. you know, the thing with Trump and, and it lot, lo, like broke a lot of trust with people, right? You had True. people that mm-hmm. prophesied things incorrectly. And so it was just a moment where I had a lot of people in our communities coming to me going, you know, what, what do you think the Lord's saying about all this? And what the Lord said to me was, I'm going to restore my voice on the earth. You mm. Like hearing my voice will be the most important thing in the days ahead. And Come so on. I felt like there are, you know, there was a, a hope for us. There was an encouragement as far as the people go of the body of Christ that, that we're going to hear God clearer than ever. And just because a few people missed it or didn't or whatever, mm-hmm. that, has, that doesn't reflect God's voice. That's right. And so God began to give me these 10 principles that I believe if we apply, are they're going, it's not that God stops speaking. Sure. It all yeah. has to do with our end. And so these mm-hmm. principles really do help everyday people, man, just in all of us, just hear God clear. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I always think about Jesus in the wilderness where he said, man does not live off bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. 
And may we be hungry to hear the voice of God. May we be hungry to sit and to listen and to abide and to dig into the word so that we can hear the voice of God. And one scripture when people say, I can't hear the voice of God. You know, I hear people say all the time, how do you hear the voice of God? I can't hear the voice of God. How do you know all these different things? Well, Jesus said in the gospel of John that he is our shepherd and his sheep hear his voice and do not listen to the voice of a stranger. So for me, I always just tell people, build your faith up in that area. Stop saying you can't hear the voice of God. Start declaring over your heart. He is my shepherd and I hear his voice and don't listen to the voice of a stranger. Build your faith in that area. And so may, may we in the body of Christ build our faith in the area of hearing his voice clearly. Amen. Come on, man. Absolutely. It's so needed. So needed. So needed. And so one thing, I love it because you talked about kind of 2020 and the different things, how trust was broken. You talk about integrity and the need for the value of integrity. And I love how you break it down and you talk about, hey, there's four different ways here. We need to have integrity in fearing God. We need to have integrity in our finances, in our friendships, and in our families. And you broke it down in four different ways. Tell us a little bit about that because there are people that are burnt out. There are people, we've seen leaders fall. We've seen people not just give words that were inaccurate, but leaders that have fallen, that have been found out in sin and different things like that. And so share with us about integrity. Yeah, you know, we it really is who you are when nobody's around. And we've got to look mm-hmm. at, and I might, I might come back to this in a moment, but mm-hmm. we have to look at our hearing God is like, we're a vessel, we're a pipe where the presence of God flows. And yeah. all these little things that we may not think are big, mm-hmm. they really do have a lot to do with how we're hearing God. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when our, when our relationships are pure and our character is pure and how we handle money is pure and all these areas, it makes the flow easier mm-hmm. when we have bitterness in our heart and our souls in turmoil and we have issues and all these sins that come up, like it's going to stop. It's going to block some of that flow mm-hmm. that the Lord wants to speak. And so when you think about hearing God, you almost think, oh man, I just got to go to a higher level and go to another greater heaven and have a bigger experience. And many times it's not, man, it's just, it, it's that growth. You know, if you look at a tree, there's two types of growth. There's like the, the phototropic growth, which is mm-hmm. the tree and everything you see, but the gravitropic growth is the root system. Mm-hmm. How, and that's that what I'm talking about, what nobody sees, your integrity, mm-hmm. your love for God, your relationships, how you steward mm-hmm. what he's given you properly. That is going to determine like the height of where God wants to take us. Oh, absolutely. And even sometimes there is a blockage of the flow, but then even sometimes there's just an impure kind of polluted stream, even in the prophetic, because you could hear the voice of God sometimes accurately. But if there's areas in our heart that that need repentance or areas in our heart that need adjustment because we've allowed certain things in, there could be even just like an in, like just a Hey, we're, we're, we're declaring something that's right with discernment, but the way we're releasing it isn't a hundred percent God. And that could be even harmful really in the prophetic movement. And so, you know, it even talks about in the Psalms, it says the fear of the Lord is clean. And there is something so beautiful about that clean flow. When you know you're walking with him in uprightness, man. Yeah. And I I always felt like in prophecy, there's three parts to it. There's, there's hearing right? Mm. So there's, there's the revelation of it, there's interpretation, and then there's delivery. Mm. And many times you may get the revelation, but you don't know how to interpret or deliver it, Mm. or you may get the interpretation, but, and so we need wisdom on all three, because I feel like people took some impressions they felt, and they weren't quite sure what God was saying, but they just tried to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't always lead to good things, you know? It doesn't. And well, that's why the need for training is very, very important. Just like 
training church planners. We need to train people in the prophetic. Yeah. We need to train people, you know, we need to show ourselves approved. And we need to, if we have a calling in an area, you want to be released in an area, we need to dive in and sure. study that. We need to get under people that have flowed in it. We need to, you know, honor those who receive impartation, totally. but also correction from spiritual fathers and mothers and all of that. And so something that you talked about in the book, which I really enjoyed, you, uh, you said that you woke up one morning and the Lord whispered to your heart, the Holy Spirit said to you, if you want to hear my voice, you need to turn down the volume of the world. I love that because I feel like that is that is a lot of our battle today. There is so much access. Our phones are always calling our name. We're so busy. We got a lot going on, but I've heard the Lord say very specific things like that to me as well. So I wanted you to elaborate on that because I feel like everyone listening or watching this could use that encouragement. Yeah, there's no doubt. It's the most distracted day we've ever lived in, if you think about it. Like people wake up, they run to their phones. Prayer closets are getting emptied. You know, if you look on any street in America, the most unused part of a house is a porch. It's a deck. You know, the place that year, the place that year, years ago, saints would just sit and meditate. Yeah. They'd read their Bible on a rocking chair. They'd look out on the field and worship. Or, mm. You know, man, we lost that, dude. Like you look at any porch, any deck, nobody's there. We got to get back to the porch. We got to get back to the prayer closet. We got to get back mm. to spending time with the Lord. Because as long as we're getting all these frequencies of everything else, but that touch of God, like when I wake up, I got to walk the beach. I pray most of the time without my phone. I'm a different person. My day goes differently when you get that connection. A lot of the Mm. early church got it. A lot of the earlier saints got it. Our generation has been blessed with all the technology on earth, but we've also been cursed with it. Mm. And we got to be responsible on how to navigate it. Yeah, absolutely. Go back to the practice of his presence, the meditating on his word, the walking and talking with God, like in the Garden of Eden, like that is life for our souls. People feel dysfunction. People feel, you know, like you mentioned your book, just even scrolling Instagram. People are on, they're seeing everyone's life and how good it is. All the snapshots of the perfect moments. They don't realize that they're yelling at their kids, all this different stuff's going on behind the scenes. We only see the good stuff and how that could like do something for our soul that isn't good. And so you, you break down a lot of these things in your book, but you're right. Like it is a blessing because we could get the gospel out to the world. There's just so many different ways we could share the gospel and we can connect with people in a beautiful way. But yeah, there is that addictive nature of always needing to be connected when we need to be connected with him. Amen. Oh man. So true. The practice of the presence (laughs) of God may we be awakened to the practice of the presence of God again, man. So good. Yes. (laughs) and so man you talk about the need for emotional health you talk about that in your book man that is that is one of the values emotional health that kind of goes along with what we're talking about with social media and everything like that you know i know i know you deal with a lot of leaders you deal with a lot of teachers you deal with a lot of pastors in the body of christ you see dysfunction with emotional health and the fruit that that comes from that yeah i feel like we've almost given it a back door you know i mean years ago we didn't have all these diagnoses and, and really mental health, man, is, is, is we need deliverance. Let's call it like it is. People, <laughs> it has a lot to do with how you're being tormented in your mind. Now, mm. do I believe there's people that are born and with a real mental health condition? Absolutely. But that's mm. not what we're dealing with today. What we're, first of all, it's all demonic. Let's just call mm. it out. What we're, what we're dealing with is people have gotten so, I almost call it um, un, unsanctified mercy. Mm. Like if you think about the rich young ruler, man, Jesus, sure. this dude lived, this dude lived a good life, did everything right. And he's and the Lord said, yeah, you're right. But you, if you sold everything, it still wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. Like give everything to the poor, give your heart to me. 
Well, today, that's not what we would do. Mm-hmm. We would because we want to protect his emotional health. We would go up to this dude and be like, you're OK. You lived a great life. God yeah. loves you. You've done nothing wrong. So like, we got to be careful because we're padding ourselves. Mm. What we call condemnation, the real church called conviction. Yeah. What we call what we call dead religion, the Lord called intimacy. Yeah. Like he's got to have a path into our world to help. The Bible says in Romans 12, we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Mm-hmm. And so God sees our lives transformed by our minds being renewed. Our minds can't be renewed in this current state. When everybody's offended, and everybody's on edge and everybody's padding their life so they don't get hurt and there's no owies. Guys, we can't get there that way. And so what does healthy, what does a transformed mind looks like? It looks like a mind fixed on God. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like the Bible says, I will keep those in perfect peace whose eyes are on me. Mm-hmm. That's what, it, that's what the mental health looks like, you know? And, yeah. and, and, and peace isn't the absence of conflict. Yeah. It's the presence of Jesus. That's right. And so, We've all been hurt. We've all been through trauma. We've all been uh, betrayed. We've all had our trust broken. We've all been abused on different levels. None of them uh, you would want to make light of, but mm-hmm. it's so that we would be free, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so what I, what I see people do today is they can't adult. Mm-hmm. They can't just live a life with God because every time there's, think about this, Jesus said, so in Mark 4, right? Verse 13, he said, this story about the parable of the sower, because they're like, what does that even mean? He said, if you don't understand this parable, you won't understand anything else that I've said. This will be the benchmark of every parable I say, right? Mm. And he goes through the parables. And in the first one, he said, fell on the ground, the birds, you know, snuffed it out right away, never took root. Second group of people, the seed was sown. It was actually received with gladness. gladness. Mm. But then it said persecution arose, Mm. tribulation came, and here was the catch for the words sake. Mm. We don't realize that persecution and challenges don't mean that we're doing something wrong or that something's bad. Mm -hmm. Many times it's the, that inner conflict within why we don't get a reward system if there ain't options. Yeah. So when (laughs) God, when God gives us a prophetic word, somebody said, man, God told me that I'm going to have great wealth for the kingdom. Well, the next day they lost their job. Mm -hmm. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that that wasn't God's word? Or does that mean that there's a word inside of you and you, you need to declare that word, stand on it, still serve, still give, still. So we've got to protect a healthy, emotional mind can mm-hmm. see the difference mm-hmm. and say, okay, God, I know the difference between, you know, religious, real abuse and just persecution and tribulation for the word's sake. Mm-hmm. And we've got to endure. And I think a lot of this generation, man, they don't have enduring power. Yeah, they they're, don't. So, they're so wanting to protect their mind from being hurt that they don't even allow persecution or actual, you know, like we're not going to escape conflict and controversy if we're going to birth what God's called us to do and live out those prophetic words. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. You also kind of going off of what we're talking about, just kind of building on it. You talk about an encounter you had with the Lord where he emphasized to you the importance of fathering and mothering in the body of Christ. I, I believe in this tremendously. 
And a lot of people, hey, they grew up with no father to show them work ethic or they grew up with a father that wasn't present or a father that was in jail or a father that didn't show them what it was like to be a man and to be disciplined. Maybe their father wasn't disciplined. Maybe he was an alcoholic or whatever. They grew up with a mother. She had just so much pain, different things going on in their lives, and they didn't have a good example. Well, thank God Jesus is our example. And thank God we could look at the scriptures and see what it's like to be a man or a woman of God. But at the same time, he uses human beings as physical representations of his nature to really come alongside of us in love. And so talk about that because I think a lot of this could be solved with like, sometimes you just got to tell people, get a job, dude, provide for your family. Like, come on, be disciplined, bro. Like that's a part of it. (laughs) No doubt, man. You know, Paul said you have 10,000 instructors. You don't have many fathers. And I believe there's times where God will bring men and women in your life to help you. And I will tell you, I've seen some tragedies. Mm-hmm. I saw a young man recently. He was a worship leader, incredible, one of the most gifted men I've ever met. He got around my life. And the minute he opened up his heart to me and I saw some things and I was helping him. But guess what? It's good for two days. Mm-hmm. But then what happens three weeks later when I'm going, hey, how are you struggling with this? Are you letting God in this area? What's going on here? You know, mm-hmm. people don't like that, man. Yep. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the, the idea is I've got to leave and shelter myself from what? The only voice God gave you? There's not going to be another man in his life that's going to love him and help him the way I did Mm -hmm. because other people are just going to ignore it. And you know, when you have real fathers, you've got to embrace the process. Mm -hmm. You've got to be willing to allow corrections, not a bad thing. And it all is a part of hearing from God. If we're, if we're allowing these healthy conversations, it helps us hear clearer Mm -hmm. being in right alignment, being in relationship with one another, you know, Mm-hmm. It's all it's all so essential to us walking out the prophetic destiny God has for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like you said, I was actually going to go there. I'm so glad you did. When it comes to hearing the voice of God, you know, in seasons where maybe there is persecution or maybe on the outside things aren't going our way. We lose a job. Different things happen. We're struggling with maybe some issues in our life or whatever it is. You know, sometimes we are a little stifled and it's hard for our minds to be on God and we're, you know, we're going through stuff, but to have spiritual father, a spiritual mother, a close friend that sticks closer than a brother, somebody in your life that that doesn't just sugarcoat things and tell you, you know, what you want to hear, but somebody that helps you decipher the voice of God, prays for you, calls you higher. That's so essential. Like God is not just speaking to us. Yes. The primary way is through his word in relationship with him. That's how he speaks to us, but also through his people, especially those of maturity, totally. like a spiritual father and mother in our lives. Yeah. Well, God has a calling for every one of us. And that calling is also linked to people. And that's where I think people struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they said to Jesus, what are the greatest commands? He said, love the Lord with all your heart. The second one is just like first love one another. Yeah. And so when Jesus, when Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. The picture is two oxen walking connected. And, and when you're walking with the Lord, there's a grace, but the challenge is we're also called to walk with people. That's right. And, and we've got to, we've got to embrace the, that oxen. We got to embrace that yoke with one another because we carry what each other needs and God's never meant for us to do this thing alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could say, I love Jesus, but I don't love the church or I love Jesus, but I don't love people. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, <That's>, it doesn't. <laughs> That's, that's, that's the fruit of something dysfunctional. Let's go to the Lord and just see where that comes from. Cause there's probably some trauma, some pain, some offense, something like mm-hmm. that, that needs to be worked out. And so for those who are watching, those who are listening right now, um, that are struggling with finding their way, going through a lot, they're in a hard season. I could think of multiple dozens in my mind right now, just people around us, different people that are going through a hard season, have to make big decisions. God's pruning them. 
They're having a hard time hearing the voice of God. It feels like a wilderness to them. Man, I know we've shared a lot of revelation and truth that people can grab hold of and then get a hold of your book as well. It'd be super helpful, the 10 prophetic values for today. But how would you just kind of, as we close up this podcast, how would you how would you encourage them and strengthen them with a, with, with a word right now? If they're going through that, they feel like they're in the wilderness going around the mountain. Yeah, I think, I think two things, man. I think they need to know that God's with them. He mm. sees them where they are and he wouldn't let them go to this place in life and not come through. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, so it's so important to know he's there. And then I think the other thing is like, look, we, we have to, hearing God starts with a desire. That's the first chapter in the book. Mm-hmm. We've got to desire to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. Paul said, he laid out all the descriptions of mir- like working of miracles. He talked about the gifts of the spirit, word of wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. prophecy. And then when he's done telling us all about them, he says, eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. What? Like knowing about mm-hmm. them wasn't enough. Just yep. getting the descriptions weren't enough. He said, eagerly desire them. And then he said, especially the gift of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that when you have an ability to hear from God, you're never going to want again. If you know how to hear God, you're never going to be confused. If you know how to hear God, your ministry will always flourish. If you uh, flourish, if you can hear from God, you're always going to know what the right move is. Mm-hmm. But when we're relying on everybody else to tell us what God's saying, and we don't have that connection, it's going to be a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to desire. We have to have a desire to go after the things of God and seek his voice and go after what he has for us. Because when we do that thirst, it's like the deep under deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things are going to be in your life. So I would just say, know that he's with you. He hears your call. He knows that you've been called for such a time as this. He that began a good work in you is faithful. And then I would say, thirst to hear him. Make room, make a way in your heart, eagerly desire those things, and you're going to begin to hear God. Mm. Oh, yeah. I've heard, you know, recently people take Old Testament scriptures, someone in particular, you know, about awaken God, awaken and rise up. Like scriptures about God rising up, awaken. You see the injustice and it's in Isaiah and there's a few different places where like people are praying, God, awaken, rise up like a man of war, all these different things. I'm like, amen. Okay. But he, he did awaken and he did rise up like a man of war and he put on human skin and he went to yeah. war for us in human skin through his incarnation. And he, and he, he took the sin of the world. He, he took the lashes of, of humanity and he hung on that tree and he rose in resurrection glory. And so like now it's awake, awake, oh sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ yes. will shine on you. Like now he's saying, awaken to our spirits. Like I just yeah. feel like we're waiting for God to do something, but he's waiting for us to respond and say, I'm sick of the way I'm living life and I need things different. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, amen, Absolutely. bro. It's like it's our move now. It's like if it's yeah. a chessboard, it's out. God has moved. It's our move now. You yeah. know? Come on, man. Let's go. I love it. I love it, man. And so for those who Thank are you, listening and watching right now, um, tell us a little bit. I know in the beginning we shared the the links and all that'll be in the description section. But if there's something you're specifically doing, I know you just planted this church recently, um, uh, you know, outside of Tampa, right there on the coast. Tell us a little bit about that or anything else that you're doing in the coming days you want people to connect with. Sure. Yeah, we have a, a yeah, we launched a church a couple of years ago in Madeira Beach, Florida, engaging heaven church. People can come. I think you've been recently. Mm-hmm. We hung out a little bit. So yep. anybody's welcome to come. We're now purchasing next month another. We're about to have an acre of land across the street from the Gulf of Mexico. Come on, man. We're doing baptisms twice a month. The church is growing. We're going to two services by December. 
Um, but more than that, if anybody's burning with the call of God, just curious, join me. It's a five-day free challenge, legit. I mean, all you got to do is invest your time. And we're going for five days on the things of God, on how to launch a church, how to clarify your call, build a team, pick a city, all these things. It started churchfromscratch.com. And I would love, even if they're not ready to go into our university or higher mentorship, mm-hmm. just join me for some training mm-hmm. that's going to be fire to help clarify that destiny. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then you, how many books have you written? And so tell us a little bit about oh, those books. Man. I think we got six, maybe more. Revival Hunger we did. We did Fire. I know I lost track. We've done Fire. <laughs> we have Prophetic Values for Today. I have two devotionals that came out, Engaging Heaven Today and One for Women. Okay. And so anywhere on Amazon, they can get all the books. They can follow me on social media at James underscore Levesque, L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. Same thing on Twitter, Pastor James Levesque on Facebook. I love to stay connected to everybody. Come on, man. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today, man. It's always an honor. I love your passion. I love your commitment to growing the kingdom of heaven on the earth. And so thank you so much, man. It's an honor, Pastor James. Oh, man. So good to reconnect with you recently, Michael. You're a blessing, bro. Love love what you're doing Mm -hmm. and love what you're doing in Dallas. Thank you, man. It means a lot. It means a lot. Bless you, man. Hope to talk to you soon. We definitely will connect. All right. Awesome. We'll see you, man. Yep. For those who are watching and listening, thank you so much for tuning in to Awaken Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, they can be strengthened, they can be awakened by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless you, and I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.com org life poured out intl.org or you can go to destinyimage.com the audiobook is available as well on amazon.com as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com and so bless you guys grab a copy of immersed in his glory thank you <laughs>